Impact 89FM's own golf podcast. This is The Long Drive. Welcome into The Long Drive, Impact 89FM's own golf podcast, broadcasting live from the Impact 89FM studios on the campus of Michigan State University. I'm your host, Grace Goodlerick, tonight joined by uh, my co-host, Jack Latterman, as well as Tim Marshall and Jackson McIntyre, Boys Waste Management Phoenix Open Week, uh, the biggest party on the PGA Tour, arguably, well, not even arguably, I don't know why I said that. Um, we'll get to a couple bits of news first before we go ahead and start uh, breaking all of that down. Uh, big news out of Big Cat today, commits to next week's Genesis Invitational uh, for his first PGA Tour start since the Masters last year. Uh, first stroke play event start since uh, the Hero World Challenge. How we uh, how we feeling about Tiger committing next week? I'm I'm very excited, Riviera. He's been that's where he started his career as a pro or as an am. So never has won at Riviera though. It's very interesting, especially with all the crazy Tiger stats. That might mm-hmm. be on the other end. That might be one of the craziest ones. Uh, he hasn't played in it in since the car crash, right? Uh, no. So uh, I don't. Th- oh no! Or did yeah, he play he last? Played, year. He played, he played one last event. year. He played last year, I believe, and made the cut, but finished dead last. Yeah, I think is how it went. So it'll be nice to see him there. You could tell he was struggling too. Yeah. Oh yeah, because that was a really that's a really hilly course. Yeah. So yeah. It'll really put that's, him to the test. I was just gonna say that's what I'm a little worried about is yeah. it's not the easiest course to start back on. Um, but you would think he's he wouldn't be playing if he wasn't all the way back. So yeah, we'll see how it works. Um. Also coming out today, the initial $930 million injection uh, in equity to be shared amongst the tour players was announced earlier today. Uh, it consists of four groups. Group one consisting of $750 million equity uh, granted to 36 players based on career performances. Group two, $75 million in equity granted to 64 players based on their last three-year performance. Group three, $30 million in equity granted to 57 players that have earned exempt status on PGA Tour from certain categories. Group 4 is another $75 million in equity, granted to 36 players uh, who were instrumental in building the modern PGA Tour based on their career performance, is what uh, the article says. Another $600 million distributed through recurring grants in coming seasons. Do we think that this is enough of, a, of an equity-building enterprise to get guys to stay on the PGA Tour as we know it right now? It's a weird situation because it's a very, like, I don't know how much upward growth this these stocks will have. Like, wh- getting this money, like, it's, just, it's a very, like, it's they're kind of where they're at right now. Obviously, they can expand and do more, but I don't know how much, I feel like the money you're getting now is, like, that's, I wouldn't expect it to go up more, you know? It just kind of seems like a get-rich-quick scheme almost. I don't think, I, I don't think this is a long-term solution. I think it's a Band-Aid. No, I mean... We talked last week about if this is kind of the end of like corporate sponsorship on the PG Tour and basically like it, like you said a band aid almost as to like this was just like a damn we need this money right now like get rich quick scheme in the gutter type deal. I talked about it last week how it's kind of it could be like a a cover up type of thing almost, um, but they in this article it only says till 2030 so i think it's um i think it's a quick fix to a massive problem and i don't think it'll be anything 
beneficial going forward in the future yeah. after 2030. It almost seems like it's a little bit of a foreshadowing moment to the fact that the deal might not get done by the masters. And w- when we're looking at this, w- like how how fast will these this money be able to put in play? Say a yeah. guy comes out of nowhere, a Wyndham Clark wins a major, and then by Sunday night, Liv already has a hundred million on the table. What's the PGA Tour's response? How are they? When are they going to get that money? Exactly. And how are they going to promise that? Yeah. Where Liv can act, still act fast and kind of, they don't really need to. Because I bet, get clearing this money for someone, it would have to go through all these different enterprises, all these boards to approve it. Where oh, yeah. the Saudis can just throw whatever money they want. Yeah. So I, a... so I just think the, the time it will take to get paid, it favors Liv. Oh yeah. There's a hell of a lot of legal hoops to jump through on the PGA Tour side. I mean, that's going to consist of like, okay, yeah, like you bring up a good point, like Wyndham Clark, the Brian Harmons of the world. Exactly, yeah. Um, they win a major Sunday night, Monday morning, whatever. Live Golf can have $60 million on the table with a contract right there. Boom, sign it, you're done. Whereas PGA Tour was, oh, well, it's all whatever X number of dollars that you're going to qualify for hypothetically is going to come through equity and you're going to have to play in these tournaments in order to qualify for that. They don't want to deal with that. They want the money now. That's what is fueling live. They want the money now. They want to be able to have their schedule set. They know they're going to play 14 tournaments out of the year. They're going to have the 60 million or whatever in their pocket now. That's why live is being that's why live is successful to this point. Um, Yeah, I also read a tweet earlier today that came out um kind of off topic but not really still on like the live saudi arabia stuff it says saudi arabia has threatened to imprison bankers and consultants that work and cooperate with the u.s lawmakers that plan the merger of the pga tour with live golf yeah i mean well the entire senate subcommittee on investigations chaired by senator richard blumenthal from connecticut that i mean that's all still ongoing they're still writing letters to the PGA Tour, to Yasir and all his guys from Saudi Arabia. I mean, this is never ending. Even if there's a deal that gets done, it's going to be met with a bunch of different legal jargon that who knows what's going to happen after that. It's but still going to be in court. Imprison them is crazy, though. Can you, like, imagine that. Everything's going to court if there's some framework deal that is done. It's all going to be decided in court. Yeah. It's I don't know. I don't really see how much faith. I kind of think that's Jay Monahan's forward thinking to us to like, well, we got to get our, you know what, together in a brown paper bag. So we're going to do this strategic sports group thing. I don't know. That's just what I'm thinking. Tiger with a big announcement, February 12th, posted to his Twitter page yesterday. Uh, every th- all signs seemingly point towards a new endorsement deal. Could be the Sunday red thing with TaylorMade. TaylorMade recently filed for a trademark uh, uh, in U.S. court. Is that what we think it is, or is this something totally different? I hope so, and I I can say right now I'm saving up. Oh, per- yeah. Automatic purchase, whatever it I'm, is. I'm buying half zips, polos, it's, hats, it's, whatever. Yeah, whatever it is, I'm getting. I'll be this spring. I, you will see me in whatever this new brand is. Mm-hmm. I think it'd be kind of cool if it wasn't that, and it just like I, everyone that I've heard talk about this is, oh, it's tailor made, it's tailor made. So if it just pops out and it's a uh, Lululemon. I mean, all tiger, signs, like people, it would be like all no signs way. point to TaylorMade, but I would go crazy if it was Lululemon. I mean, this one, I, or something. I don't you know, know. Just something Lulu, else comes out of the blue, and it's just Peter like, Millar, oh, right. whatever. Yeah, I hope it's TaylorMade. It's I, I, I've been loving TaylorMade ever since I started golfing. It's but be. I got like a 
a small feeling that it might not be and like my brain wants to think that he's going to sign with Croc. <laughs> Croc. <laughs> Seriously. My my brain is just wanting that so bad, but I know it, it's never going to happen. Like come on now. <laughs> Tiger signing with Croc. Like no. But I hope I hope it's Taylor made. That would be pretty I cool. I think it's going to be Taylor made. All signs all signs point to Taylor made. Um Live Golf Mayakoba, we're going to talk about that. Joaquin Neiman shooting 59 uh first round last week. He was the uh winner in a playoff over Sergio uh, and that kind of helps us transition to our next point here so Liv was kind of viewed as like the winner last week the PGA Tour the loser it was obviously rain short in 54 holes at Pebble Liv Golf had the spotlight Sunday for those of us who did watch it I didn't but was it, it what's the feeling do we think that live golf technically won last week in the golf world like because it's still i mean like live golf versus the pj tour nobody gives a you know what about the merger anymore it's just kind of seemingly as if both sides are on opposite total opposite ends of the spectrum that's why we're declaring winners and losers still yeah i watched so my on sunday so my takeaway first of all the golf really helped live Oh, absolutely. It was some stellar golf. They were in Mexico. People wanted to watch that. One of the positives, in my opinion, was that it was at Mayakoba, which many golf fans have watched events there before. My main complaint about Liv is they do the shotgun start. So, like, not everyone's finishing at the same time. So, like, I think the the last four golfers, I believe, is what it is on Sunday will, or on the final round, I guess it's not always Sunday anymore, but they will, like, finish all on 18. But say... Bryson is sitting eighth place before the day and he goes eight under, he might finish on the fourth hole. And it's really hard. It's, it's just strange to comprehend. Like you watch Bryson and he's, he's on eight, his 18th hole, but he's on the fourth. And then it cuts to someone else who's competing with, with him on their last hole, and they need a birdie to win, and they're on a fully different hole that's on the other side of the course. It's just very strange to me. I mean, that aspect of it. There's that aspect, but there's also. In relatively recent news, they have whatever sort of technology agreement in place with Google now to the point that it's basically going to kick shot links butt with the PGA Tour. And you're going to be able to watch every single shot from every single player on every single hole during the entire round. That's I what mean, people want. What they have right now is pretty good. That's I mean, I what people is, want. Yeah. I watched Sunday and I... I loved watching the live broadcast over yeah, the Yeah, they do a good broadcast. job. Like, they do a good job. I think the leaderboard, I think they need to shorten some of it because they can't fit the full names. I was looking at like M-P-E-R and I'm like, who is this? It was Mito Pereira. But like some yeah. of that, like they need to extend that a little bit. Besides that, I love the leaderboard. They do a good job. The, the leaderboard, the leaderboard really, David really Faraday knocks it out of the park. They've got good play-by-play. Yeah, They've I, got all this shot link stuff. They seem like they know what they're doing. I think the only thing, and I've heard it from other people, like the continuity of like the course, you like like because it's out of order and they're f- cutting all over the place. I think that's the one thing that people are complaining about. But besides that, there's not much. Let's see, yeah, I mean that's there. People are complaining about that, but then again, there is the argument of like you know it's one to four thirty, five o'clock, whatever. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, boom. It's just like watching a football game. That's like the early window of football, and then you can just roll right into whatever sport is on. You know, you don't have guys teeing off it. 7.15 a.m. on a Friday morning of a major, you don't have guys teeing off in the early wave, and you watch that, and then you got to just know, what, like, guys are teeing off on 1, teeing off on 10. It's all different weird stuff. You've got guys teeing off in the morning on Thursday and in the afternoon on Friday, vice versa. People don't want to have to worry about that, you know? 
People just want to be able to turn TV on and watch golf, watch every single shot from every single player. That's what people want. But this is one issue that I have with Liv. People in I mean, the, we all have issues. But, but but I just mean like a problem with Liv, not even personal issue, but like I think an issue with Liv is that it's not on the same time, the same week, every every Sunday. You can't flip on the TV. I think the older generation specifically, the PGA Tour does well because it's Sunday in the spring at 3 p.m., and someone comes home and they know a PGA Tour event's on and they click it on, who knows when Liv's playing if you're not super, super into it? Like, they're not going to get the benefit of that. I mean, in the States, I, they do everything 1 o'clock Eastern time if they're in the States. Right, but, but I mean, if they're like, playing in, at Valderrama in Spain or if they're in Singapore, Thailand, Australia, I mean, that's, sad, that's Friday night, Saturday night stuff, but that's, I mean, understandable. But that's like when the tour goes to Japan, it's always like... Yeah, the, I just think it's it more... It starts at 10 o'clock uh, and like at F, night, the day before. F1 o'clock. does this, so like they have the weird schedule, but like I just feel like one of the benefits of the tour is I mean, that F1, you just F, know it's on. F1 has cornered the market, arguably, on car racing, though. I mean, I, with all due respect to NASCAR, no offense to them, but I mean, F1 is just like the more profitable product is what it seems yeah. like, and they know what they're doing, but... I just think it's hard, like... Like this Vegas one, people are talking about because the Super Bowl is there. But I couldn't tell you when the next live event is. Is it next week? Is it in true. four weeks? Like exactly. who knows? It's very true. Yeah, and looking at kind of the head-to-head between Live and PGA, uh, Sunday obviously with no golf for PGA helped Live a lot. Uh, when you look at the ratings, it was for Saturday it was one point nine million for uh, PGA compared to Live's one hundred sixty-eight thousand so they really beat them but then sunday with no golfer on the pga side live had 400k which was their most uh viewed tv broadcast so i i guess things are looking up for him i mean did john rom and legion 13 help any of this do you think people were flipping on the tv to purposely watch john rom play his first live golf event no probably not if the tour was on you're probably flipping on the tour not live oh absolutely so that you'd rather see hole seven than john rom yeah yeah yeah, I don't know. Interesting for sure. Um, yeah, that moves us on to uh, AT&T Pebble Beach Pro-Am last week. Uh, winner, Wyndham Clark, rain shortened 54 holes. Uh, what what takeaways? I mean, the guy played some insane golf. Everybody thought he was going to leave for live golf. Bolt Monday morning, didn't do that. Pledged his allegiance in his winning press conference. Uh, and he's in the field this week. So what are our takeaways from last week? He played amazing. Played was, some great golf. I was watching that that uh, third round on Saturday, and I was on my phone every second, fully expecting to see the record Yeah. after going 11 under through 12. Yeah. You, I mean, I don't know. I think we can we can devise a list of, like, all-time crazy rounds. I mean, one that comes to mind of a guy that was 10, 12, 10 11 under through 12, 13, 14 holes, Dustin Johnson, third round, uh, Northern Trust, 2020. He ended up shooting 60 the day before. Scotty Scheffler shot 30 or 59, excuse me, on the same course. Jim Furyk, 58, 2016 Travelers. This could be up there, especially with the weather. He's a pebble, course record. Arguably one of the most historic, steeped in tradition courses on the planet. Guy goes out and shoots course record. I mean, had he played Sunday, he, God, had they played Sunday, he might have, Shot sixty two, sixty three. You think he wins if he shoots if he they play Sunday? I don't think so. I think Lepic uh, wins if they yeah, play Sunday. Uh, so here's real quick, this is kinda of off topic, but if if I Ludwig, love I love Ludwig If he Gabriel, hits that putt to tie it on eighteen, what do would they, they do? hold them back until like Tuesday to play a two man playoff or something? 
No. What do you do? Imagine they just hole seven, 60 mile per hour wins. They play. They have a one hole playoff. I, I wish he that was praying that he missed that part. I wish that I was that knowledgeable about the PGA Tour I'm rules, so but I happens. have no clue what would happen in that scenario. Honestly, I bet they probably just co-split it, split they the winnings, yeah. and it would be the most boring yeah. event. And possible, see, that but. seems like a very PGA Tour thing. Yeah. That would have been a dagger too. Can you imagine if we came in here and said, "Oh, they had to split the winnings because they couldn't play, and they just decided to throw the tournament because the weather was bad on Sunday"? Could you imagine? It's like if they split the winnings and we had to come in here and talk about it's that? like a tie in an NFL game. It goes to overtime, yeah. and you're just building to but it. But it would be like, I mean, it wouldn't be like tying the Super Bowl, but it would be like no. tying a playoff game. Tying like playoff it's game. it's yeah. kind of just an elevated event it just doesn't make much sense yeah or yeah i don't know it was interesting hell of a round uh saturday from wyndham clark winner of the at&t pebble beach program third pga tour victory in addition to his u.s open and the wells fargo last year he's definitely gonna be a popular pick when we head back to quail hollow here in a couple months moves us on to the biggest party on the face of the earth this week aside from the super bowl the waste management phoenix open notorious for being a total drunk fest on the pga tour uh, it looks fun as hell when you watch it on TV, especially hole 16. So we're going to get into it, break it down, chop it up right here. We begin with TPC Scottsdale, one of the most famous courses on the PGA Tour, has hosted a tour event, uh, one of the longest-tenured tour events uh, on the on the schedule, I believe. What kind of stats are we looking at this week? Let's break down TPC Scottsdale. Uh, so par 71. There are 67 bunkers and six holes uh, with water hazards. Yeah. So one of the stats that's really mattering is off the tee, accuracy specifically. Um, pretty long, so driving in general is going to be important. Um, desert course, I, I think it's it's scorable. No one, I think it's been 10 years since someone has reached 20 under, but um, I would be shocked if it's not Absolutely. 15, 16, You're, 17 at least. It's very scorable. Yeah. It's going to play it's going to be fast and firm that desert type course they, they've actually been hit with a little bit of rain this yeah. week so yeah. it's actually going to be yeah, soft it's, very they, true. it's going to be very scorable this yeah. week. Uh, we could see 20 under the three yeah. par fives are all reachable in two shots by 95 percent of the field everyone under the age of 50 basically yeah um yeah i mean it's there's water the, the one thing is it's costly if you miss the greens uh, on the par fives, but if you hit those greens, there could be eagles um, repeatedly. Yeah. So uh, par five scoring is going to be important. And putting, again, Scotty's won back-to-back years, and putting has been his strength. Which yeah, is, Scotty Scheffler, um, chance to three-peat, yeah. obviously. Uh, could become the first three-peat since, uh, what, uh, Steve Stricker, 2009, 2010, 2011, John Deere. Um so, yeah, and, I mean, you look at Scotty Scheffler, the guy is hes a, a disciple of Jesus with every other club in his hand except for a putter, and he's gotten it done each of the last two years here. So, interesting pick for sure this week. Let's move on to the atmosphere, though. Obviously, this is one of those events where the atmosphere is almost going to overshadow the golf. Guys have to deal with it. How do we think, like, that's going to play into predicting top tens, winners? How is that going to affect the field? Because, I mean, we don't know. None of us have ever been there. But just from watching on TV, reading, all the reading that we do, how do we think that affects the players? I think the less serious guys yeah, do better. I think the serious guys who are so strict about, oh, the crowd, oh, this, all oh, that, are going to fold under the pressure and yeah. kind of get overwhelmed with the, the cheering and the beer can throwing and yeah. the, all the craziness. Like, and I think the, the more chill guys who just want to go out there and have fun and play golf are going to do better. 
I mean, we saw Ryan Palmer tweet last week that he's already got his Pro V1s with $10 wrapped around, rubber banded around him that say, have a beer on me. He's already got his box of balls ready to throw into the stands on 16. Like, guys like that, the Max Homas of the world, the Justin Thomases of the world, guys that are going to be able to walk in to 16, throw on a jersey, have a beer thrown at them, shotgun it on the tee right there, and then throw it to five feet and make birdie and move on and play 17-18 and finish in the top 10. Those are the guys that are going to succeed this week, right? Yeah, I completely agree. I think it's just going to be purely... I also think it's somewhat... I've been looking at guys that have played this course before because you're used to it. Someone that's never played this course before is going to pull up and be like, what is going on? Like their first, their Thursday shot on 16 after never hitting it before Yeah. versus someone who's played it 15 times I think could play a role. Exactly. So now we'll move on to some of the uh, bigger featured groups that were announced yesterday by the PGA Tour. Round one, 2.33 Eastern time. Scotty Scheffler, two-time defending champion, paired with Hideki Matsuyama, uh, has won this event before, and Wyndham Clark, who comes out of this group. It's got to be Scotty Scheffler, right? This is, this is uh, a lot I of big like, guys. Though. I like Hideki this week, but Scotty. A lot of big guys. Scotty. To me, it's, it's, Scotty's the best player in the world, and then ignoring putting, he's the best player in the world by a ton. And he's, yes. he's been the best putter here over the last two years. So if he can putt the way he has been and play – everything else the way he normally does, he could win by six strokes. I mean, Wyndham on those slow greens last week, he didn't miss a putt. I didn't, like, he didn't miss a putt inside 10 feet. Especially on Saturday. Yeah. Yeah, and I, for being at the peak of his game right now, he hasn't won in a while. I feel like it's been Mm. a little bit since he's been able to get back to the top, so he's very familiar with this course, obviously, winning the last two years, so I think, I think he'll Kind of get back in the swing, maybe even win it this week. Yeah, could be. Justin Thomas, Adam Scott, Cam Young, round one, 2.44 Eastern time. This there's, this is interesting. I don't know who to take here. Feeling Cam Young, but I I'm feel not. like JT just might thrive in the atmosphere. Adam Scott's a wild card flyer this That's, week. So Adam Scott, stats-wise, I picked him in one and done. He is perfect stats-wise. Never played this course before. That was one that I'm talking about. He may pull up to 16 and uh, take a dump. Like, yeah, you know, who knows? It may end up in the stands. It may up in the who knows. But um, stats-wise, he fits really well. The players is one tournament that for some reason has an overlap here with, with guys playing well. And he's played well there. But, yeah, I'm a little worried about the atmosphere. But he fits really well. I like how we all have one-and-dones in this group. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I think it'll yeah sorry it, it'll be it'll be good. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, we'll move on. Siwoo Kim, Sam Burns, JT Post in round one, two fifty five Eastern time. This is another interesting one. I'm kind of feeling Siwoo Kim this week, but I was looking earlier in the week when I had a little sliver of time to, and I was thinking Sam Burns was maybe a guy this week. Sam but, Burns, man. Yeah, he's one of those guys that can get down, and I don't know. He just. Uh, I haven't seen him that much off the course. Like, oh, off the course, he's a yeah. Well, he had the mullet going. Yeah, 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 yeah he'll have I mean, fun here. He's gonna have a hell yeah. of a time. He may be six over having fun though. Who knows? I mean, I should have got a waste management mullet for this week. Like, I yeah, have a hell of a time this week. It's very interesting to see kind of his last year because last year when we were recording this, he won the match play, and we yeah. kind of we really were. Uh, we were talking about him like he was one of the best players in the world, Absolutely. and he, he has not played like that since. No, no not uh, not one bit. Next group, Ricky Fowler, 2019 champion, paired with Grayson Murray, won earlier uh, this year. Sony uh, with Tom Kim, and I've got a special feeling about Tom Kim this week. He's my one-and-done pick. Round one, 
10.04 a.m. Eastern time, going out early tomorrow morning. I mean, it's, the course is going to be soft, especially in the morning. It's going to be soft all week for these guys. Who comes out of this group? Is it Ricky this week? I is think it? it's Ricky. Ricky stats-wise. was a 19 champion. He stats-wise is pretty decent, but course history, incredible. Form, absolutely horrible, but that just means no one's on him. Um, and I like to play guys when no one's on him, so I'm going Ricky hard this week. Ricky's one of those guys that can also get down, and he um, – He's had some low-key eyes on him lately, I feel like. I had some eyes on him last week. Um, didn't surprise me at all, but I think um, this week with the pressure, with the atmosphere, he could he could have some shining moments for sure. I like Ricky in this one. Yeah, I'll go, I'll go Ricky as well. I think he he's familiar here, and I, when it's an easier st- setup like it will be this week. That's when a guy can really just get into, he can find something that clicks and then you never know. He, he'll he be able to make a run maybe. Yeah, absolutely. 2019 champion, maybe can find a little magic here again. Jordan Spieth uh, paired with Brian Harmon, Max Homa, three guys that I think are really going to love the atmosphere this week. They've got good course history. Max Homa, it's a home game for him, round one, 9.53 a.m. That's 6.53 Pacific time. That's a that's, tough, that's a bright start. Uh, it's kind of a hot take. Either Homer or Spieth, to me, one of those two is missing the cut and missing it bad, I think. I think Brian Harmon might miss the cut. I think. I just have a feeling that one of those two is going to disappoint big. I, I think they know they both have to perform. I don't think there's going to be a whole lot of off-the-course shenanigans going on. I think they both play well, uh, Max and Jordan. Um, I don't know who I like to win out of this group between the two. Um, I kind of want to go off my last week's one-and-done pick with Jordan, but um, I don't know. Home has been playing pretty well lately. Except for last week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that was brutal. Except for last week. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Final round or final group that we'll get to here, Shane Lowry paired with Matt Fitzpatrick, Sung J.M. round one, 10.15 a.m. Eastern. Who plays the best out of this group? I like Shane Lowry, but I the weather's not going to be bad. That's, it's going to be I beautiful. I think this is three guys that normally do well when it's – Tough scoring. Like, if it was the winning score was going to be minus eight, I would love these three guys. Um, I think Fitz could be the outlier there. He could make some birdies and get up to minus 15 or so, but I, I don't. I like them when scoring's hard, when it's windy, when it's cold, and I'm not seeing that this week. But Fitzy, especially, I think could go could go shoot 62 tomorrow. It just feels and, like he's not first round leader, though. Drive in the atmosphere, though. It just seems like I disagree with that completely. You think so? Yeah. He, he, I. You, As someone at the the U.S. Open in 2022, he point, that was a point. really good atmosphere, and he he rose the occasion there. Yeah, I I really wanted to pick Fitzpatrick this week. Um, my heart told me to, and I also have a bet on him on DraftKings right now to win. All right, but um, might have to get him at Fitz. The weather this week, I saw. Well, I looked on my weather app. The weather is not great right now. It's a little chilly. They just got some rain. Um, Fitz just tweeted out and said, the weather's like Europe right now. Yeah, um, they've had some incredible little, rain in that part of the country. A little windy, week. a little rainy, a little cooler. Um, I don't think it's going to be all sunshine and hot this week for every day. Excuse me. But I think Fitz gets it done at least one of the one or two of the four rounds. I yeah, think he, like he's going to make the cut. Thursday, sure. Saturday, some rain. Friday, Sunday, gorgeous. Okay. I think... Uh, I think... Sunjay could get ri- they the crowd could rally behind him if yeah. he's like in the lead on Sunday and say it's I don't know some other just kind of average PGA Tour player I think the crowd will really go ag- go with him 
And I, the crowd's the biggest factor. You want the crowd on your side for this tournament, especially because it's not prototypical golf fans. There's it'll exactly. be there will be times. Yeah, it'll be <laughs> and it's guys that'll be yelling like in the middle of backswings. They just don't know the rules. They yeah, they exactly. come for the event. They see it on Instagram and they're like, oh, that's a pretty cool golf event. I golf on the weekends. I'll go. Yeah, it's it's not like the usual golf spectators at an event. Yeah, this is not your master's patrons. No. This is the guys that are on a bachelor's trip yeah this is this is is like bachelor party this is like weekend club goers bar goers like that's what they're going to treat this event as that's why you want to get to 16 at 5 a.m so you can just sit there all day and get hammered and just uh, live in the party like it's a party every time a guy hits a shot you just party and then you just sit down for a couple minutes and then guy hits another shot and it's just right back to it again so that's the atmosphere that's what people want i think this is one of my sleeper groups i think potentially that all three guys can make the top 10 really i mean it is the shaping of a pretty good group this is pretty solid i like this group we're gonna have to watch this one tomorrow morning for sure that moves us to our one and done uh last week we had some Pretty solid picks, I would say, but that didn't perform necessarily. We'll say that. It wasn't uh, our fault. It was the guy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Very true. <laughs> um, I am currently sitting first place. I took Jason Day last week. He finished tied for six, $642,500. I'm sitting in with a grand total of almost a million, $953,300. Second place, Tim takes Matt Fitzpatrick. Finishes tied for 58th, makes $38,250 for a total of $250,350, excuse me for Tim. Uh, Jackson, sitting in third place, took Jordan Spieth, T39, $70,125 for his total uh, since his, uh, I believe, Cam Davis, right? Yeah, missed, he missed, missed the cut. cut. <laughs> Last week at the American <laughs> yep. Express, yeah. Terrible pick. Uh, Jack takes Max Homa, and he, you know what's the bed, t- finishes tied for 66, $35,313 uh, for a grand total of $69,333. So that moves us on to our picks this week. We got a lot of hot names here. A lot of hot names. I'm going Adam Scott, who I already talked about. Um I just think that he fits he fits the course well. He's never played here, so that's scary. But um, I, that would scare me. A guy with absolutely no course history I, in an event like this would kind of just. But turn I me off. I like how he fits the course, and I like someone that no one's playing this week again. So risky, but I'll take it. Very risky. Uh, I, I'm going with Hideki. He has some course experience here, and I think if he can just put it together, he's been kind of lurking in the shadows. Hasn't really played that great this year, but. This is, he's familiar with the course, so hopefully he can break out. I got Cam Young this week. Also another guy who's been kind of flying under the radar recently. Um, But I think Cam is one of those guys that when the pressure comes, when the atmosphere comes, when the energy gets there, I think he can perform. Cam's a wonderful putter. I love him on the putting greens, softer greens this week. Um I think Cam Young will at least get a top 10, if not win. Yeah, um, Cam Young, interesting pick. Uh, looking for that first PGA Tour win. I'm going with Tom Kim this week. Uh, four out of his last five cuts. Average is round 300 off the tee. Very accurate player. Uh, he's plus 4,000 on the books to win right now, but I'm not taking that. We're just taking him as a one and done. I really like him this week. You know, he's good. Strokes gained off the tee. He's a solid approach player, and... Just seems like a guy that could really kind of thrive in the atmosphere, too. I mean, he's a young kid. He's going to be able to buy into kind of the party that's going on there. 
I mean, even if he's not a part of it, he's going to be able to buy him when he's playing. So Tom Kim, my one-and-done pick this week. Three guys to make the cut in our mortal lock. One guy to make the top ten. This will not miss. Who do we have this week? I'm going K.H. Lee first to make the cut. He's really good at TPC courses. Um, second place here, I believe, 2021 or two. Um, next two just performed really well on my model. Daniel Berger, which is terrifying um, with the back injury. Gray absolutely hates that guy. Uh, but I think he's, his, stats, his stats fit really well. Michael Kim, same thing, another one who just fits really well stat-wise. Uh, he's also just a hilarious dude. Great follow on Twitter, or X. Uh, and then Connors to top 10, really good off the tee. I think Canadians have played well in the past. I just like Corey Connors, especially when people aren't on Corey. I love him. I'm going with some older guys here with Brendan Todd and Alex Noren and, and then Lucas Glover. I think for the top tier guys, you really have to play into the crowd. But when it comes to the bottom tier, it can get maybe a little distracting. Yeah, Especially absolutely. when you don't have those eyeballs on you every single week. Yes. So that's why I kind of like just the guys who are kind of just, they'll be playing their own game out there, won't get too off put by this big crowd. And then I'm also going with the Canadian angle for the top 10, going with Adam Hadwin. I think he could play really well this week. For my make the cut, I got Keith Mitchell, Tom Hoagie, and Shane Lowry. I think these are three three guys that have been mainly in the middle of the pack recently. Not a whole lot of eyes, but could still shine well with the atmosphere. I think these are three guys that could play well with the atmosphere of this week, not so much in other low-key events. Um, and then my top ten, I got Ricky this week. Yeah, Ricky Fowler, really uh, really hot pick this week. My guys to make the cut, Adam Schenk, Andrew Putnam, Keith Mitchell, off the tee, off the tee, off the tee. They're just – they find the fairway, solid approach numbers. None of them can really putt that well. Keith Mitchell, terrible short game, which could maybe come back to bite me this week. But I really like those guys. Kind of some off-putting showings from all of them the last handful of weeks. I think this is a real bounce back. They're guys that kind of buy into the atmosphere, especially Keith Mitchell. My mortal lock. A guy that we have not really thrown around at all. Seems like a lot of people are off. I love him this week, Emiliano Grillo. Uh, another one of those guys off the tee, solid approach numbers. The putting is kind of there, rounding into form. This is probably his first significant start this uh, this year. I think this is going to be a huge building block to go into some, some good finishes and some majors, good finishes in the elevated events. I mean, he's really kind of tying his career together. Uh, so my mortal lock of the week, top 10 Emiliano Grillo. Uh, favorite prop bets this week. What are what what are we liking from the books? Uh, In addition to the Super Bowl, which I mean, we're just gonna have open tabs everywhere <laughs> yep. this weekend. Uh-huh. <laughs> so my favorite, and it is a, it was hard for me to do this at such low odds, but there's a plus four hundred boost on DraftKings, and I put it on Scotty uh, to get him to eight fifty. Never in my life have I bet someone I think under. 1500 and I'm betting at 850 but um, the plus 400 boost I makes that easy to, though that yeah. makes that really easy to um, do and then my second favorite is Hideki to win without JT Homa and Scotty so say those I like whatever those two finish top three all of them and he gets fourth that would still hit so that's intriguing to me because he may win it outright um Doug Gim to top 20 Berger to top 20 and then Hideki Brandon Wu and Svensson all the top 20 that's plus 8,000 essentially. I think that actually could happen. Um, and then Hideki, this is another boost. Hideki and Scotty to each top 10 uh, plus 950. That's very good odds in my opinion for that. Uh, I'm going with uh, Denny McCarthy plus uh, 
sorry, top 20 plus 180. I think that uh, some pretty good value for a guy who I like a lot. Sneaky player. He played well at the Memorial last year. Uh, and then I got hole in one on 16 for any time in the tournament plus 240. Hopefully we can get those social clips out. I think the uh, of everyone throwing the beers. Yeah. And because I think the PGA Tour recognizes how much that brings to their brand and especially after kind of a uh, a miss of a tournament last week they're going to want all the excitement mm-hmm. they're going to want the good promo on social media so i think they're going to maybe i don't know put those 16 hole pin locations and maybe a more forgiving spot so they can get a yeah. couple more shots I mean, at it it's gonna they're gonna need whatever clout they can possibly get to rival the super bowl this week because this is like the premier tournament that the people that don't follow golf are going to watch almost, like, pretty much. So, yeah, I, I love the hole-in-one on 16. I was scrolling through uh, Twitter, and I saw that prop earlier today, and I, I love it. I think it's plus, yeah, plus 240. To 350 make. boosted on ESPN. 350 boosted on ESPN, but <laughs> all, my, my, all my homies hate ESPN, yeah. but so <laughs> <laughs> um, I actually love that hole-in-one. I might do that. Um I think all the all four days, um, they're gonna make that pin accessible, which is very intriguing that it's only plus two forty. Yeah, um, it's, inc- but it's incredible how we've moved to anytime hole in ones now. Yeah. <laughs> aside from anytime touchdowns. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we're gonna have to pivot for the next six months. Yeah, almost. Um, my bets are um, this was one of the promos that was actually on DraftKings today. It was um, JT, Max Homa, Spieth, and Hideki to make the cut, and it was plus one seventy. I think that is the most lock of a lock that I could possibly get this week. Um, then I have Fitzpatrick top 10 at plus 300, and then um, I laid together a top 20, Scotty, JT, and Jordan all top 20, and it's plus 318. I do like that. So I'm, I'm loving these plus odds for me this week. Um, I mean, I dropped like 80 bucks today, and I love it. I think I'm, I'm, I think I'm going to win some money this week for sure. I do love that last one, Scotty, JT, Jordan, Spieth. Those seem top twenty locks for sure. Plus three eighteen. Those are nice odds. Love, uh, love that bet. Sung J M Minwoo Lee, top ten. Yes, plus twelve hundred. Both of them to make the top ten. Uh, I love twelve hundred on the books. Both guys, kind of this course fits their vibe. Minwoo Lee's really going to fit into the vibe. Fairway Finder. Uh, good approach numbers. Both can putt pretty solid. They can kind of just tie it together at a course like uh, Scottsdale this week. The winning score under 265 and a half. It is par 71, 284. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. I do like that. I do like a guy to get to uh, 19, 20 under this week. I really do like that. Um, soft conditions. I feel like there's going to be some guy, some cream of the crop that really kind of just paints a masterpiece and puts it together this week i really do like that winning score under 265 and a half uh that's minus 110 on the books go ahead throw it in a parlay if you want to uh as as well with this one maybe you could parlay these together i don't know if the books would let you do that minus 120 will there be a hole in one not on specifically 16 just any hole throughout the tournament will there be a hole in one yes minus 120 on the books right now so i love that and we are introducing a new segment here which is going to be a Four-man live build a parlay, a four-leg lock that all of you can put in your sports books this week and just absolutely ride until the end of time, until it hits on Sunday afternoon. New segment, Jack, lead us off with the first leg of our live build a parlay. Uh, this is the lowest odds of the four legs, but I'm going Scotty to top ten at minus one fifty, and I'm also betting this straight. Um, as weird as it sounds, betting something minus one fifty, but I've 
Pat Mayo, a golf podcast that I listen to a lot, has talks a ton about the best bets, like expected value wise. And these big name favorites to top 10 and top 20, even though they're like minus 180, minus 150, whatever they are, um, the return on your investment is huge on those. So I really like that in a parlay, especially straight even. I'll put some money on it and I don't care that it's minus 150. Uh, second leg, I'm going with Sahith Thagala. He played, if you remember the full swing season, full swing episode, I think it was, so it was two years ago. He was in contention. He was going back and forth. Everyone fell in love with, with his dad cheering yeah, him on. Yep, yep. Uh, so I think he can. He has some good experience here. So him plus him top twenty at plus one eighty is a pretty good value. I think. Yeah, I do like that. I'm doubling down on my one and done. Not to win though. I'm taking Cam Young top twenty at plus one seventy. I think this is incredible value for a top twenty position, and. Um, to put this in a parlay, especially at plus odds, is phenomenal. So that's my um, one leg. Yeah, I'm going to roll with the same line of thinking uh, on that. Minwoo Lee doubling down um, on my parlay with him and Sung JM. Uh, I have them to finish in the top 10 at plus 1200. Minwoo Lee, top 20, plus 150 on the books. Incredible value for a guy that just seems like this is going to kind of going to be a week that he ties it together on the PJ Tour. Plus 150. Those total odds for that. Parlay, that four-leg parlay on the books right now are plus 2,935. Great uh, great odds right there. You heard all the analytics from us, so go ahead. Mortal lock of the week. Any other thoughts before we sign off here? Get ready for uh, what's going to be a great weekend in the sports world. Just just know that, that put $10 on it, and we can turn that into 300 for Absolutely. you. So. Absolutely. Debo MVP. Ooh. Debo Samuel. I was looking. I was scrolling through the Super Bowl MVP odds earlier today. I, I like Christian McCaffrey. I, Brock or Super Debo. Bowl picks. Who, who's winning the Super Bowl? Niners. 49ers. 49ers. Yeah. Niners. I, I was on Chiefs yes. all week until yesterday. I yes. was just crunching the numbers. and I, I heard that the uh, Chiefs were practicing at um, – yeah, the Raiders, the Raiders Stadium, stadium and, then the, and then the Niners uh, are practicing at UNLV yeah, facility, the and they are uh, yeah pissed about the field surface. Um, yeah, rightfully so. Uh, yeah, ready for a, a great week in the sports world. Super Bowl, Waste Management, Phoenix Open. Have a hell of a weekend out there, everybody. Uh, remember to stay safe with all the partying going on, whether you're at these events or not. Thank you all so much for listening. Catch us every week for the remainder of the season. Make sure to check out all of Impact 89 FM's other podcasts. As well, uh, rest in peace, uh, country music legend Toby Keith, beloved member of uh, the golf world, always playing in pro-ams. Everybody here loves his music, so rest in peace to uh, legend Toby Keith. Uh, Thank you for listening to The Long Drive on Impact 89FM.